It's Monday the 21st of June 2021. My name's Alex Elliott and you're listening to The Week in Iceland, the programme that asks what's been happening in Iceland this week, why it happened and why we should care. I'm joined this week by Beata Vaviania, who is hard at work resurrecting and reinforcing Ruv Polski, the Polish language service here. So uh, very, very much welcome to you. Thank you. Hello. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. You're coming into your second week now. Um, Yes. Maybe we'll talk about that actually in a moment. But first, in the news this week, the decision has been made to stop trying to divert lava away from Suðurstranda Vegut, uh, uh, that's the road along the south coast of the Reykjanes Peninsula, and try to concentrate money and effort on other, more expensive infrastructure and, of course, the town of Grindavík. The road might succumb to the advancing lava in less than two weeks. Two fully vaccinated tourists tested positive for the Delta variant of the coronavirus on the same day last week, as it was announced that half the nation is now fully vaccinated, and many more are half vaccinated. Infection figures remain low, luckily, and nobody knew was sent into quarantine over those two cases last week. The latest figures from today show that there were no new cases at the weekend. Meanwhile, the economic effect of the return of tourism has been immediately felt. Uh, Some companies are struggling to recruit all of a sudden, and foreign card spending doubled between months. The Directorate of Immigration was wrong to refuse housing and food payments to asylum seekers who refused COVID-19 testing and could therefore not... Uh, not be deported as a result. That is the result of the Immigration Appeals Committee hearing into the case. Aimskip has settled with the competition authority and agreed to pay the biggest ever fine following a long investigation into alleged collusion with competitor Samskip. And finally, the weather, always in the headlines for one reason or the other, uh, has been a steady thorn in the side for weeks now as the unusually cold, windy, grey spring and early summer (coughs) causing problems for farmers and disappointment for almost everyone else. Um, A yellow weather alert is even in place today for West Iceland and the warm, sunny summer we've all been hoping for doesn't look to be on the cards at least during the rest of June. So where would you like to begin? Uh, Let's just start with the lava. I was just... Looking at this news piece, going to to have this appear in Polish. Um, exciting for everyone, every tourist. Quite a magnet for them, isn't it? So um, it kind of ties together with the, the with the other piece that we're uh, that you mentioned about the card spendings. Yeah, yeah I guess you know uh, maybe it is. It does make sense. Definitely, those big heads they know what they are doing and. Concentrating the spending. Interesting else. how this came about when it did, because late last week we were writing about or hearing about certainly um, the plans that were still being made for new barriers and how they were going to divert it. And then this decision came up, and they're like, right, you know, they were, it's only a bit of road. They were go, yeah, they were going to test some some technical solutions, uh, and then it seemed a, a good idea. I guess the, the their decisions changed just like the weather in Iceland. Mm. Um, everyone takes after it. So I guess also the big heads and, and decision makers do that as well. Mm. Um, I don't know. There was uh, there's a family that that their um, settlement might be endangered once the once the lava crosses the road. There's some uh, farm that has not been in operation for a few years, but still there's a house. Yeah, it's I guess it's unavoidable. I mean, as long as it's just one. One place, then, then we're 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 good. Especially yeah. if it's going to go on for decades. Well, that's right? the thing, isn't it? I mean, they're talking about 
diverting their attention and their designing and their money towards Grindavik and, yeah. and other infrastructure like the Reykjanesvitkin power mm-hmm. station. But they're not in any immediate danger. That would be years potentially, certainly many, many months until that's needed. Um, but it's definitely good that they're thinking that way already because it could go on for <coughs> 50 years. Right. You know, who knows? I mean, however, however helpful it is for the tourism, it's not so much for our daily life. And sometimes I get that impression that that those visitors kind of forget that that we are living here and we are functioning and it's our our home, uh, and they just I, I I always find it funny when they just are in town and and crossing the street and every places as if you know they were the only the center of of, of life and and tourists there's nothing else there's no life, and however fun it is to have the, the volcano I'm guessing that it is a danger and it's good that they are preparing and thinking ahead. So uh, kudos to them. Mm. And it's not the end of the world if the road is destroyed because there's alternative routes. And apparently, I'm not an, I'm not an engineer, but apparently it's not too difficult to, to rebuild it when the lava cools down. I would think that just, you know, putting up a bridge over it would mm. be a, a sensible solution. Mm. Well, I suppose it depends on <laughs> how much exactly lava there is. If right. It's a, if it's like 50 metres high. Uh, that that could prove... That, that's a good point. I always just imagine you know, a couple of metres. I mean, there's uh, there even though it, it what grows a metre a meter a day, wasn't it? Maybe. It's, sure, it's, yeah. It's significant. <laughs> yeah. Nonetheless, um, there, it's the less uh, used road... I wouldn't be too worried that the, the, the more important road is on the north end of the peninsula. Yeah. We can still sleep safely in here, I mm. guess. Anything else volcano related you've been noticing or, or hearing about in the last week? Um, no, no, I mean, friends of mine got a very exciting um, helicopter trip over it. The <coughs> it's highly recommended, apparently. It's a pity you cannot really walk towards as close as you used to, mm. but they are building another road for, for, for walkers, for um, hikers. So I guess that will be still a very nice viewing point for us yeah. to have that. I mean, it's inevitable, isn't it? The longer it goes on, the more lava there is, the further you have to be from the crater. It's obvious, but I, I imagine it's still spectacular in, in a different way. Because it's absolutely. It's, I mean, just big. just this, just being even not seeing maybe the volcano, just being next to this cracking lava, of heat, of the of, of just massive temperature, mm. it's it's unusual. It's super exciting. The noise is oh yeah. interesting, isn't yes, it? You, it you is. mentioned the cracking. Yeah, the cracking yeah. exactly. I mean, there is just this burning hot red lava underneath this this little scale, shell of of. Of of dried uh, dried lava and it just just lives underneath. You think that it's all dead and just rocks, but then you come closer and it's just like cracking and and living. Scary a bit yeah. as well. And absolutely not to be walked on. Oh, thank you, everybody. Although no. there are of, of course some tourists that do dare to to come up on news in any way and at every price. Um. Wasn't it American tourist who posted a, a video running away from from hot burning lava flowing it down was. there? Yeah, that person was um, was named in the show last week, so we'll, we'll leave him alone now. I'm sure he's All learned right. his lesson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe we'll move on to a different uh, topic. Okay, where would you um, like to go next? My favorite weather and aquarelli 
I am very fond of Akureyri, so them having minus one in the middle of June is something. Although, as, as I learned from my, my mother-in-law, if you can put the flowers out in the garden before 17th of July, June, sorry, 17th of June, then it's a good summer. So I'm guessing it's not the best summer since you really couldn't do it before the 17th of June. And uh, but we'll see. Let's let's see how it grows. There's nothing more unpredictable than weather in Iceland. Mm. So after lovely, lovely May of of maybe not temperature wise but sun wise, it's um, we get to pay the price. <laughs> Bit of you know balance, keep the balance. And uh, and June wasn't very uh, very friendly to to um, summer seekers. Um, but I, I've learned to appreciate what we have, and I, I have a saying: if there's a, you know, one element of the of the weather um, missing, being being either clouds or or wind or or rainfall, um, or what was the fourth one? Rain? Yes, snow, obviously. If one of those elements is missing, then the weather is fine. I mean, at least you have, you know, it's cloudy and rainy, but at least it's not windy, and you just learn that you learn to appreciate what you're getting otherwise you would just be you know living a very miserable and depressed life because that's the last thing that you can count on is weather yeah true but at the same time the one thing we should be able to count on in a normal year obviously there's no one to blame but it's just the way it is this year is is, is the seasons Right. And this year we've been so far consistently three or four degrees below average, which is making a big difference to, for example, uh, farmers, mm-hmm. uh, especially up in the northeast. They they're still feeding uh, their sheep, mm-hmm. or at least having them in the home meadows and not being able to release them into the hills. And that that has a knock on effect for later in the win- in in the autumn, when they have more trouble getting hay for for the next winter. I, um, I guess. I guess they are paying the price of complaining, which happened in, I think it was April, early May, when they were like, it's so unusually warm and so unusually sunny. It, 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 it cannot be. Yeah. I'm guessing that's the price that they are paying. But even then they were struggling because it was sunny but cold. So they were, and dry. Yeah. It was also dry. There was, I mean, all the fires and <clears throat> it, it just it just doesn't go as we want or it doesn't go as, as, as planned. Yeah. Um, but true, <clears throat> maybe this time it will be Norway that will help Iceland with the hay. I mean, what, was it a couple of years ago that the farmers were uh, selling hay balls of, um, for, for the farmers in Norway <clears throat> to keep their sheep going? So maybe this time it will be the other way around. Yeah. Help from the neighbors. Exactly. And um, <coughs> with the lower ocean temperatures this year, also not, we haven't seen any mackerel yet, which is... It's true, yeah. They they send out two, two. Um, I don't know, search mm-hmm. <laughs> search teams for it, but no signs yet, huh? Mm. Let's see how that goes. Maybe it will be um, tastier, or I'm I'm not quite sure how it goes, but definitely it's uh, since mackerel is a seasonal and it and it um, migrates between areas depending on whether they are in feeding. Uh, season or <clears throat> or storing um, the the less fat or the 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 more fatty. So let's let's see. Maybe that will also change, and we will see some. Uh, we will need some adjustments from the from the processors. 
Um, but I will definitely me miss my my smoked mackerel because that's <clears throat> one of the of the fishes that is pretty pretty popular in Poland. Mm-hmm. Um, we smoke it and sm- smoke it almost whole and and eat it with just a piece of bread. Yeah, it's it's pretty good snack. They are not it's not as popular here in Iceland. They smoke it a little different way. I mean. I suppose this is all related to the fact that mackerel itself is um, a fairly new or recent arrival to Iceland overall. It was, and that's because of warmer temperatures and warmer ocean currents. That's true, and I and I applaud Icelanders for reacting it to so nicely to it and quickly to it, and and finding it as a good resource, and making money on it. Mm. Definitely. But maybe this year is perhaps more like. It used to be 30, 40, 50 years ago. It, rather, you know, obviously it's cooler than we've got used to. That's true. The Maybe climate just, is warmer. Generally. Right. Maybe we just have to resource to the historic solutions and mm. and see how it get how how this will get us through that year. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, last summer was okay. The one before that was amazing. The one before <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> Um, the book's very much still open for this year, isn't it? July Cycle could save it. <laughs> July could save it, definitely. Let's keep our fingers crossed, as, as polls say, thumbs, holding our thumbs. Talking of polls, uh, uh, how's the job going so far? Uh, I'm really enjoying it. The, the, the team, the people around here are, are wonderful. Mm. I'm gra- really glad to be here. I'm also looking forward to, to getting some, some news uh, through into the Polish community. Uh, I'll be excited for their feedback. Definitely. So if there are any Poles or or those who are friends with Poles, send the word out. I am not I have not been advertising it too widely yet, as I wanna first build some some um, you know, amount build up the amount that's that's available on the uh, on the website basically. What is the website? But the website is just, you know, you go to roof.is oh, dot, <laughs> roof. and uh, if you click on the Freetir tab there, you will get the um, next to the English link, you will get the link says which says Pol- Polski. And there you will have all those news that have appeared in Polish so far on the roof, on behalf of roof. Mm-hmm. Um, there has been last year in the outbreak of COVID. There was a, there was a portion of, of news available in Polish, then that project uh, dropped, and now we are resurrecting it, and hoping for some good outcome. Mm. Right? It's yeah. been lovely, very lovely having Alex as my as my um, support here. Try one tries one's best. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and in fact, if you want to go directly to it, it's rut.is forward slash polski, and you can go straight in that Definitely. way as well. Okay, uh, plug over. Where should we go next? Um, I think we can uh, touch a bit upon the economic effects and those problems that um, the employers are, are facing. Yeah. As um, it's it's been a very delicate subject with the with about unemployment rate and mostly unemployment rate at Bank Polish and. <clears throat> Those those voices saying that the unemployment uh, the unemployment what don't want to go to work and they are refusing jobs. We have to remember that it's as everything. It's like a coin that has two sides. They're out there. There are also unfriendly employers who are accusing uh, without any any grounds for it. Mm. Refuse the 
uh, accuse accuse the job seekers for uh, for bad behavior. But <clears throat> as everywhere, we have to be vigilant and maybe not trust one opinion, one man's opinion, but take a take a whole picture on on, on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think we kind of got some sort of answer in that issue um, a few weeks ago. Um, and certainly the, the conversation around it in society seems to have been put to bed. Um, but nevertheless, the problem persists. Some companies are having trouble recruiting. Absolutely. And I and I don't blame them. I mean... That's not a bad thing, though, is it? Is that, like, from a, <clears throat> from a society perspective, at least, obviously from a business perspective, it's not good. Uh, no, and... And I, I don't blame Emma, as I mentioned, because they do want to keep the cost to the minimum and they do offer the lowest possible payment. Mm. And, I mean, we are humans. We don't want to work for the same amount of money as we would be getting for not working and being able to devote your time to your interests and your family mm. and to growth. I mean, we're not just... I'm sorry, I'm saying we. I was unemployed for a few months myself. I started identifying my, uh, with, with that group. But it's not just about sitting around and watching TV. Uh, while, while unemployed, we, we've been pursuing um, educating, education, where there, are, there were courses offered. We all have families and we have all um, private lives. That I, I know it might be unfair that we have a chance to pursue them, but it's also at, at the cost, at the cost of not really being able to to think to or to plan too far into the future, to to worry about your um, uh, economy of your family, whether you will have enough to to put on the table and so on. So um, it's not an easy situation, and those unemployed, they really don't just want to go for for a couple of months and then uh, go back if the third, fourth, fourth wave wave comes over and and we have to shut down everything. It is kind of disturbing, um, but there is a bright, bright light at the end of the tunnel. There are uh, tourists coming. They are spending money, even though the numbers are saying that it's four times more than than May last year. I mean, four times of barely anything isn't that much, but still, it's on 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 the rise, right? And it is mostly American tourists. Mm -hmm. And they like to spend money. Um, so uh, with that looking bright, uh, I think that also uh, unemployed will will look into it more with with more trust and with hopes and and will open up to to taking maybe even those temporary jobs. Yeah, exactly. And it, I mean, it's not only that situation as well. I think some people have maybe enrolled in university. Some people have left the country some people have got other things in the pipelines so it's not Absolutely. just as, it's not always just a case of picking up your old life again no no and often it's it's not possible um but we'll see we'll see how it grows which way it grows and uh, <clears throat> what can be done about it mm -hmm. yeah i was just looking at the article again about the the card spending and um Transactions with foreign debit and credit cards in Iceland were worth 95% more this May than in April. Um, okay. That's basically, they're saying it's a massive, a massive pickup between April and May. Um, but as you say, that's starting from a very, very, very low base. Yeah. 
And the total tourist contribution to the total card spend in Iceland was 22.3% two years ago and 6.5% this year. So it's... There is a bit of a way to go It's a low still. base. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but then compare how June, like just with your eyes <clears throat> and your senses walking around town, how June compares to May. It, it, it you you definitely see the increase, don't you? There <clears throat> yeah. are there are those um, lost sheep walking around, <laughs> looking looking up into the sky and 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 feeling a bit overwhelmed. I I, I enjoy uh, not only at me first. as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, we are always surprised. No matter how long you've been living in Iceland, you've all you're always surprised and always uh, there's something new popping, and you like you open your eyes with amazement and like. How? What? How is that possible? <laughs> it was the first time that I noticed the volcano from downtown. Oh, have you? Oh, lucky Not, you. Yeah, I mean, I knew that it was visible, but then I just saw it very clearly from behind City Hall over the pond, and it seemed, what's the word? Surreal, almost. I bet. Mm. I bet it is. It was It was amazing just, just seeing this uh, lava exploding into the several... What hundred meter height? Well, exactly. it's, it, it is, uh, but it's absolutely lovely now. Just driving by every time and just having a look at that often bluish cloud of 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 um, emissions. It's very over the, over noticeably the different, isn't it? To it is. Other it, clouds. It definitely is different, and it definitely influences the the weather around. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's more um, more uh, coverage, so I wonder uh, what will the numbers show? How the climate has changed around Grindavik over the last few months? If we've celebrated three months, just a couple of days ago, right? It's been three months yes, since the volcano. Absolutely true. It was mm-hmm. the nineteenth of March, I believe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was on Saturday. Till humming you volcano. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay, I think we've got time for just probably one more topic. Um, um, do, you have uh, do you have any anything? Maybe you wanna we we, we can uh, mention the never ending uh, COVID, but it's the bright side of fifty percent vaccinated. Yeah. Um, maybe you can relate with a uh, with a bit of insights into how it's been going in the UK. I mean, they have also been vaccinating very efficiently, but the Delta um, variant has somehow messed with the plans. Do you think this will be the case here? We have very, very uh, ambitious plans for opening. Yes. Um, that's a very good point. Um, I feel like in this particular instance, we've had two cases of the Delta variant confirmed in Iceland so far. It didn't go any further on this no. occasion, which is so lucky. Very lucky, especially that it was two tourists just left into the wild. Yeah. They basically, the story is that uh, they have had all the necessary testing and papers and they have taken their test on arrival. Mm. But because of the vaccination that they could um, vouch, vouch for, they were left let free. Uh, Once the first negative um, test came out Um, and on the exit when they needed to to get themselves tested to be able to travel to the other country, uh, they tested positive Mm. and it was Delta virus. Luckily, the character of their uh, trip around country was very uh, secluded. They they kept to themselves. Uh, they barely they I don't, I don't even I'm not even sure. I don't think they ate even anywhere in in any restaurant. All they've done was shopping and and staying in 
couple of of uh, guest houses. Mm. So uh, I think we were really lucky with that. Um, and uh, you know, keep keep fingers crossed that we we remain lucky, which is usually the case for Iceland. Somehow we we managed to just ah, it worked out at the end. And the vaccination mm-hmm. program is going very well now. Um, obviously, you mentioned the UK got off to a very quick start with it um, and it's gone well, but I think we're sort of catching up now. Um, or This week, they're saying everyone eligible should have been invited for at least their first vaccine this week sometime. Yes, and it's a really large number. It's Isn't it nearly 300,000 yeah, people? Yeah, over 280,000 mm-hmm. people over the age of 16. Yeah, that leaves what 60,000 barely uh, of those that that won't be vaccinated or won't be invited for vaccination as as of yet as of now mm-hmm. no until so so far yes uh, until we 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 get more research on on influence about uh, on influence of the vaccine on um, youngsters and babies yeah a few children have been vaccinated already i noticed 104 as far as the news uh, reads I wonder um, what the conditions, the circumstances around right, that were. Right, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm, it, it's a strange combination for me. If it was endangered kids, because that's usually the case when you're um, in danger due to other conditions, mm. then to subject them to the vaccination that hasn't been researched fully on kids, for me uh, personally, it's it's a bit of a conundrum. But I'm hoping they're all fine. Um, they've been vaccinated with Pfizer. I mean, it, it, to be fair, it has been approved for use on 12 to 16-year-olds in the USA and several other countries um, following research. Right, though Iceland <clears throat> is following their neighbours, um, Nordic countries, where they decided not to not to do that. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm guessing with all the uh, success with uh, vaccinating the majority of, of adults, those kids will, will stay safe. And even even though it's not the easiest sometimes on the kids, it is still much um, much healthier group and much stronger group that will they'll manage in, in case of the um, of infection. Mm-hmm. We we have to remember it's you as hard as it is to get infected, most of people live live through it. So it is it's it's safe. And especially with the vaccine as well. You mentioned, uh, we mentioned that the two cases last week were in people that are fully vaccinated. And while it is possible to still become infected, it does, it's almost completely likely that you won't be seriously ill. And in fact, they weren't. They, they were not. That's true. Yeah. That's true. They didn't really um, show any symptoms. And even though they were um, put into isolation in the isolation ho- hotel mm. downtown, they didn't seem to be showing any any symptoms and they will be kept there until their tests uh, come out negative. And of course, if they had been going to certain other countries, they wouldn't have needed a test on the way out and it would never have been noticed at all. <sighs> a bit scary thought, isn't it? Yeah. But um, yeah, maybe that's a, that's a, that's a thought for the, um, for the committee or the lawmakers to, to see if we should... We should maybe adjust our testing procedures. Well, I know that that's constantly under review. So, yeah, indeed. Good point. Mm -hmm. And on that note, we're out of time. (laughs) 
Oh, it's been lovely. It happens. And time flies. Every week in it happens. Company. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Week in Iceland will be back next Monday, the 28th of June on roof.as forward slash English, Roof English on Facebook through the Roof app and your favourite podcast platform. Huge thanks to my guest today, Beata Vaviania, and also to Lydia Grietasdottir for running the studio. We finished today with a brand new single from Tom Hannay, a talented young British artist based right here in Iceland. This laid-back slow burner is called Dog Days. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thank you. Imagine if we're waking up and you're not there.